and many world championships and many Olympic goals was Paul O'Donnell need to win to be the greatest sports person of all time in Ireland. Is there a number? Can we pick a number? Because he's going to do it. OTB AM. Live weekday mornings from 7.30 on the OTB Sports app. OTB AM. With Gillette. Get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar. I signed for them after the Euros. After my first day's training on a driving home, I was actually thinking, regretting it, what have I done? I like I walked into a circus. It's amazing, isn't it? Right, 25 minutes past nine this morning. Um, we have Phil Egan with us. Phil. Morning, lads. How, How are you? you? All good. Uh, I don't I, we, should we, I find it hard not to start at Man United. But actually, you know what? I'm not going to start at Man United. I'm going to start in this studio. I got laughed at for saying that Newcastle would finish ahead of Man United. I said this, I'd say, last March or April this season. I said that next season, I bet you Man United are going to finish behind Newcastle. I got laughed at in this very studio. You're no one's laughing laugh. now, Phil. No one's laughing now. No, nobody's laughing right now. Well, the only laughing people are doing is at Manchester United and what a shambles they are. But... Newcastle have started okay. They obviously won on the opening weekend. They were quite lucky to to come out of Brighton with a draw, but that's why I'm not they saying signed, they're brilliant. That's why I'm they saying, signed Nick Pope to make saves. Yeah, and I I still think that there's a bit of activity to be done. So this morning news breaks that they've asked to be kept informed about four players at Chelsea: Callum Hudson-Odoi, Connor Gallagher, Armando Broja, and Christian Pulisic. Can I just make a point of information here? If they end up making a signing like this you're not allowed to do the victory lap because oh, I am. this is a transformative the no, whole point it, that people laughed you out of studios that Newcastle United didn't do the business that maybe people expected no, I, that, was, that, was, I, that was back in March and April I was saying this money, sorry of we course and also you're right I mean we're two games into the season so yeah. it's all finished <laughs> well th- those four players you mentioned I think the one that Newcastle <laughs> should sign would be Broya they need they've obviously got Callum Wilson they've got Chris Wood but he would give them something different as well and a bit of depth because Wilson has had injury problems and Chris Wood I just don't think is is good enough I I still firmly believe that when they signed Wood they were signing him to score a few goals but they're also saying to Burnley we're taking one of your boys away it was a good good strategy in the short term and he's he's a he's a top 10 as in between 8th and 12th striker yeah. but um, Broya might be like a top 6 striker well the ceiling is much higher, higher. yeah, yeah. Um, and look you know next season they'll have a conference league campaign or something to go through potentially po- possibly yeah you wouldn't be surprised if they end up in the conference league that's like the level they're at they're definitely on the way up and we knew this was going to happen anyway like we for a fair idea that in a few years right it's going to be Newcastle and City going for the Premier League title Surely you'd have Conor Gallagher ahead of Armando Broya, though, would you? In terms of a, a player from that list, you'd like to have in your team. I know you're talking probably thinking as well of what Chelsea are willing to do as well. Yeah. Whether they're willing to allow Gallagher to leave, but you know he's he's getting cameos off the bench. It's very hard for him when he got a season under his belt at Palace last season, and he was so good and got into the England squad. But it could potentially be easier to prize away from Chelsea then, because I guess they've possibly assessed what he can do. I know he's had his troubles with injury yeah. he's still only 23 Chris and Pulisic yeah, yeah. Be a and, and, and Hudson-Odoi again a lot of talent but 
ne- never really recovered from that Achilles injury. When I say never recovered, just hasn't been able to get a run of games consistently. And he's been tried in a few different positions with Tuchel, including that right wing back position, which I know it's it's wing back. It's almost it's a hybrid position with Tuchel the way he changes his tactics, which you would have seen from Loftus Cheek the other day. But yeah, he's probably the most likely, I'd say, of the four to probably be loaned out or oh. whether he goes on a permanent deal but it's hard to know it, I think um, Chelsea at some point are going to start having to balance the books if the Fafana yeah. signing Fafana looks like he's going to try and push that yeah. through right yeah uh, you can see why he'd want it because it doesn't look great for Brendan Rodgers right now that the club are letting players leave but they're not signing players and Fafana is thinking you know if I play for Chelsea I'm going to be playing for a better team and I'll be rich well I'm sure if his bank balance will um look a bit healthier all right and do you know what I, I wondered with Fofana obviously the, the, we saw how much potential he had then he had the injury he's back in now and I thought maybe he might stick with Leicester for an, another season because he needs to get back playing regular football but he could also be thinking if anything I've learned over the last few years that football is so unpredictable when you're at the top of your game you can get struck down with a bad injury so he'd be thinking now is the time to move and also if he wants to maybe get into that France World Cup squad this could be the time to move and he could be thinking as well Brendan Rodgers might be around for much longer No it's hard to know what's going to happen at Leicester there's a possibility that they sell him and or Madison and they sign and they have a lot of replacements who are ready to go who are nearly as good because their record in the transfer market has been sensational Yeah it has but then like, what's going to happen to Tielemans and like they they have signed some some good players but they actually like say they signed Daka and we all thought yeah this is a brilliant signing but just didn't get going last season now he's still very young and it takes time to adapt to a new league and they, they kind of showed that they were still very reliant on Jamie Vardy but Is it ridiculous that I hope that they sign Andrew Omobamadeli to replace Wesley Fofana if he goes that there's like That's a not a bad shout you know I mean, the, the, Premier League experience similar age profile yeah. talent on the ball would fit in the team like he was Nathan Collins had been linked with Leicester as well. Yeah, which would have been a good move, but they need to sell like him they're first. Two, they're two teams that play three at the back, which yeah. at the moment that's where Stephen Kenny is. He's playing three at the back. It's true. Now um, Dean Smith was playing two at the back last night, according yeah. to my live score app. Anyway, I didn't yeah. see anything. Well, they're. Else. I mean, they they've kind of they didn't start the season great, but they 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 obviously picked things up last night. I think Dean Smith's a good manager. I think he's. Um, I think he'll turn things around for them. Anthony Gordon looks like he's ready to force a move as well. So if they sign, if I mean, big ifs, right? So if they sign Fafana, that's going to be 75, 80 million, right? Um, if they sign Gordon, that's another 45, 50 million. That's another 120 million. Yeah. They're going to have to sell some of those players to balance the books. Yeah. Just I, for fi- financial fair play. Yeah. I, mean, I know, Like financial fair play, it, it exists, but I don't really believe it. <laughs> so I, I'm sure there's always a way around it. And, like the tooth fairy. Yeah. Um, so... If they do, I, I'd be surprised if Anthony Gordon left. Maybe Everton would be thinking this is too good to turn down this offer. But Anthony Gordon, you know, he's he's already a bit of a hero in that Everton team. He's as bad as last season was. He was one of the bright sparks. He was one of the positives. A local lad that came in and made a real difference. It, it would be a, a big move from. It's a lot of cash and they'd be yeah. able to buy a couple of players extra and just get a bit of depth. Yeah. Well, see, I just think Everton are in so much trouble. They need as much quality in that squad as they can get. Yeah. 
But do you get two players who are good, who can play, and you double the amount of minutes you're going to get from them yeah. instead of Anthony Gordon? And Yeah, you bring in players, maybe you bring in players that have Premier League experience, but it's such a risk to bring in new players that don't have Premier League experience and you're basically counting on them to hit the ground running, whereas Gordon now has got his bit of Premier yeah, League experience. Yeah, no, it's fair, it's fair. Uh, so, Adrian Rabiot, not going to happen you were like this wasn't a good deal in the first place in terms of like he didn't think he was good enough really to influence the team no like I said he was an improvement on McTominay and Fred but again as I said that's never really a good starting point for any argument to bring in a player accurately predicted that the the mother issue would be important in this and so it has apparently the agent has said no this is not getting not getting enough money it's not a great start if you haven't even joined the club and there's issues around wage structures so you want players to come to your club to play because they want to be there. And look, they, they deserve to be paid what they're worth. But I've always felt with someone like Rabio, he believes he's worth a lot more. He believes he's a better player than he is. I, I think he's he's a fine player. Yeah, but there's, there's multiple trouble with the wage issues at Manchester United where he'd be coming in and he'd be underpaid according to, like, what, say, Jesse Lingard might have got paid in the past or whoever. And uh, that whole poison is in the club and needs to be extracted before you can fix it. Um, There's so much to fix at the club. Get rid of Ronaldo now, irrespective of whether or not you have a replacement? See, that's the thing. If you were ask me to ask me, should they get rid of Ronaldo, I would say yes. But if you also said, um, what? how could you see Ronaldo staying? I would be, if they haven't got anyone else. Well, it might be chicken and egg. You have to get rid of him before you can get somebody else in. When he's telling us we've got to wait a couple of weeks. Yeah, what's that about? To find out the truth, and I, f- I find that a bit strange. If like, does that mean that he's leaving? And then when he leaves, he'll say, "Right, here's what really happened." But they were not very good. I, like, yeah. <laughs> and, and look, uh, what truth bombs? Ronaldo was thinking, "I'm at the end of my career. I'm an absolute legend of the game. Yeah, I deserve better. I don't want to be playing with some of these chumps. Or like, I'm looking around, going." I don't need this. I I, sh- I should be playing on a Tuesday and Wednesday night in the Champions League, not Thursday night. But is he is he Gene Hackman at uh, the end of the Western with the gun in his face, going, "I don't deserve this. Dessert's got nothing to do with it." And Clint Eastwood blows his head off. <laughs> is that what's happening here? Possibly. He's he's Eric thinking. Ten Hag is Clint Eastwood. <laughs> well, do you know what? If Ten Hag is going to make this thing work at Manchester United, I I always felt that he had to do it without Ronaldo and. Start from scratch. Yes, yeah, I would agree. And build up. And actually, and I actually think if if there's an offer on the table for Marcus Rashford at the moment, go, go on. Like, you don't need him. And he's no. not going to work for you. Well, it, do you know what? It's such a disappointment because three years ago I was thinking Rashford could be a sensational player and have such a a bright future ahead of him. And But like many players at Manchester United, it just hasn't worked out for them. But there's there's a talent there but so far we haven't seen it at the start of this season and just even things like he's coming short for the ball and Rashford when you watch Rashford the best version of Rashford is there's space in behind defenders and he runs into it and you can't live with that Casemiro a good signing? It'd be a great signing for United but why is he leaving Real Madrid the Spanish champions the European champions Champions League football they've signed a couple of young midfielders he's thinking I probably won't have to do as much running as I've, I've had to do. I won't have to play every game. And I've got a World Cup to look forward to. So you can't see this deal happening? I'd be very surprised. I mean, if you're 
Casemiro or you're his representatives, it makes zero sense. But the brand is big. I played for Real Madrid. I played uh, for Man United. Like I this think this is just like complete notions. I think it's like it, what what what, is, what are Manchester United doing? Like the headlines see eyeing up Casemiro, considering fifty million pound move for Casemiro. Says Sky Sports. Like what? Well, Manchester United considering but Casemiro. Real not very rich, like com- compared to with what they used to be. That you can get players. I just wonder. So Varane came and Varane never plays because he's injured. Yeah. Casemiro plays. He's yeah, fit. Yeah. He's good. He's like he's durable. Yeah, he would actually be a, a proper. No, he'd be, like, he's he'd an be asset to Real Madrid, let alone Manchester. Why would he drop down so many levels to? He's like his contract twenty twenty five. I know, obviously, that adds to the value of the, the transfer fee, but I just think it'd be madness if you were Casemiro. Like the thing is about the whole Manchester United situation is that it's got a lot worse from three, four years ago. Like yeah. people are still dealing in the idea that Manchester United are a great club that are on poor times they're a terrible club like they're in a terrible place they're going to finish below Newcastle like possibly like this uh, this idea that there's still a big club that are chasing past glories like the, those glories are a long long time ago I, I could buy that argument when like Angel Di Maria was coming yeah like but in 2022 I, like I just don't see this at yeah. all that that ship is long sails yeah the, the more time goes like goes by the further they get and that's it and they they have to accept it before they, they fix it and sometimes I don't think they have accepted it but like there's no doubt like they're a massive club and the brand is huge and all but what's going on in the club from the ownership to like, I don't know what their football their, their recruitment depart- department I don't know what they're doing like from a footballer's perspective the br- like that brand like People aren't stupid. Like he's, he's not. He's not being like. Oh, look at that. That crest and. I think, I mean, I think how, you're wrong about that. I think the brand is very powerful. Broken, by the way, it's like, cracked. Like in, in what in what sense is the brand powerful for a player right now? Well, if if you are part of the team who brings it back, you are legend for all time. Like the the team that won the league under Ferguson was legend for all time. It's like your Kerry team just broke a famine of eight years when the famine eventually breaks for Manchester United that group are we are all time legends of course like there's a, there's a power in that there's there's two weeks some, there's some two of the weeks. other lads do the heavy lifting first where you think yeah exactly ah, I just wait a couple of years to see how this project's working out and then you jump on board this I is think, two weeks before the deadline enough, but I think that if, if you're Casemiro or somebody of that level you can actually come in and go right Harry Maguire has to go out of the team you've got to go out of the team you've got to go out of the team this is my team now I'm the captain of like Manchester Ronaldo United. was supposed to do <laughs> But Ronaldo was never going to do that because he's not, he's not at his peak. Casemiro was saying is close enough to his peak. Yeah, he's... he's 29, 30, why can't Ronaldo do 30, that if he's yeah. not at his peak? Like, Ronaldo is Ronaldo. He's because one he of the was most on his way out and he's, no, like, he's nowhere near as good as he used to be and he can't dominate games the way he was once capable of doing. It's, and not, also, it's not about that, though. That's, it's not, a, that's not his character. He's playing in a better team, though. He'd score... Like, he still scored a rake of goals last season. He'd still score goals if they were a more functional team. Like, this is true. I, I like yeah, maybe someone from within changing, uh, being the person to change the culture at the club, I think that's... Ten Hag is going to make a couple of good signings. If the Ten Hag area is going to work, he's going to have to make a couple of good signings and those good signings have to come in and, and seize control of the team. Casemiro might be able to do that. Somebody of that standing would, would actually change the entire perception of everything around the club and so that's why I think there's a power in that and that's the dream you sell to him yeah. that's what I would be doing it is a dream I think it's a tough sell though. it is a tough sell it is but these footballers are all sales pitch in there I think. Adrian Rabio thinks he's the world's best footballer yeah do you know like but he's he, not that hard to sell to people but, you're, you're the world's best footballer but he's sold like Rabio has sold that to himself though you got to sell this to Casemiro who's looking like he plays at Luka Modric every day yeah imagine yeah. going from Modric to McTominay I mean, it's difficult. It's difficult. (laughs) Right, that's today's deal or no deal. OTB 
a.m. With Gillette, get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar 